Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Orbital Command Weekly Roundup. Let's take a listen. Yo, what's going on? Hey. What you doing? I'm on the, on the dark side. I was just in the light side and Polygon, and now I'm over <laughs> here. <laughs> uh now, just waiting on uh, Rebel and uh, MB. They both said this was a good time for them, but maybe it was not. It was a trick they played on me. Unbelievable. I'm sitting here, uh, sitting here preparing for an interview that you know everything about and no one else knows anything about. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I've been spilling information left and right today. <laughs> <laughs> But I, uh, my lips are sealed with this. I will not tell a soul. Yeah, it's uh, without without revealing too much. I wonder, like, what what's the danger of? Um, no, I'm not. Uh, let's let's not go down that route. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, we had an amazing Twitter space last week, like almost a thousand follow, uh, a thousand listeners, and we had the whole TFL squad there but uh, had to be deleted because of legal reasons. So, unfortunately, uh, yeah, you can't say everything. What's, was that the one with uh, Jared and all those people in it? Yes. Was that deleted? Yes, at least from our account. It might exist in other places, and Finn may have the uh, same in other places, but we, we had to delete it. Wow! Hi, I'm uh, I'm I'm here for my five o'clock polygon interview. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I give you my resume or if I just put it in the nest here, but uh, yeah, look look forward to uh, getting some of that Disney money with you. <laughs> Interesting that they deleted it though, because they didn't really say anything. Well, I think uh, I think there was a lot that was said. I know that they were very careful, but. I think that, you know, what they wanted to focus on was let's talk about the the actual products that we're creating. But I think that a lot of people wanted to take it back to like, these are the news about what's going on with DK right now. And uh, this is what's happening. What do you think it's going to happen about this? And so I think that conversation is, it's all speculation. We have no idea. And, and I think that's where like, you know, then they, they needed to like, be careful with that those topics i i think in in lawyer world when just saying anything is saying too much after your lord finishes his last line of code and commits it before walking to the airport into the sunset knowing what fate belies him I think that your lawyers just tell you to just shut the fuck up and not get on any spaces for like at least a month. <laughs> Is that what he did? He just he just did a push commit and then just ape like yoloed into the airport. <laughs> that's 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 the lore currently. Until new lore surfaces <laughs> or some other dokoys like come and tell us what actually happened that's that's what i'm gonna believe off into the sunset yeah that's my head canon too from now on see edwin this is how rumors get started <laughs> i'm gonna get another email from fucking tfl's lawyers asking to take this one down <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> i'm gonna get uh i shouldn't be recording it i guess it's still too close to uh to a reckoning date <laughs> Nah, we all good. We're here to talk about the cosmos. That includes, I don't know if you guys caught it or not, uh, the Astroport 
AMA that happened earlier. I actually just got that one posted because uh, they did not record it. Oh. So that that went up. Uh, it was a pretty good chat. And uh, they had one a couple weeks ago, I think, uh, more focused on injective. And uh, this one today was focused on uh, MEV and, and with uh, with skip protocol. But yeah, sounds like uh, not financial advice, but you know, Astro tokens, uh, you might want to, you know, take a look. Might want to DYOR some Astro. Yeah, well, you know, one, I've, I've been getting some um, financial advi- advice from NB for over a year now. And he has been one of the biggest bulls for Astroport. And so I've been DCA Astroport for a long time. And I mean, for a long time also, that's really the only app that we've had in, in Terra that's been uh, where there's activity, right? And there's APRs. And I know that there's others being built, but I felt like that was the one that had the most action, right? Like even B Luna, where were they? Telling us to go to Astroport, right? Provide liquidity, get some reward. Yeah, it's it's either there or Spectrum, but yeah, most of the liquidity seemed to be focused over there on Astro. Yeah, what's going on, MB? Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, <laughs> running a bit late. Um, yeah, one of those calls, the wife's car broke down. Had to rush out and save the day. So um, yeah, here now. <laughs> how, how is everyone? Well, shout out for that. Triple A. Triple A technician and professional financial advisor MB. Everyone, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Um, unfortunately, that means I don't have a car for the day. She uh, seconded mine, so <laughs> it's all financial advice today. <laughs> yeah, MB's got the financial advisor advice with that PFP too. Yeah, yeah. So Astroport, um, yeah, totally. I mean, that's that's been my my, my biggest. Um, yeah, my biggest holding for yeah all this all this year and last year too. Um, just waiting, but um, the uh, the proposals going up, and I think most of them are passing. Some of them are not. The turnout is is actually quite low um, to participate in these proposals. But um, it's really important that they get they get passed. I mean, getting fees sent back um, to um, Astro stakers, ex Astro holders. Um, from Injective and some of the other chains that they have coming up um, is really important. Um, I think that's going to really finally, finally, hopefully, kick, um, kick the price of Astro into a sort of upward motion. So if I if I need to get a prop passed, I need to come talk to you and Edwin, it sounds like. A couple of Astro whales over here. I like it. How did that, uh, how did that uh, uh, Astro call go earlier, um, Finn? I, I missed it because it was like you know two a.m. my time. Um, the um, what's it to do with uh, Mev um, or something like that? Yeah, it was uh, with Skip Protocol. I got it posted just before we started this, uh, so you can go back and listen to it. But yeah, it was just they're talking about Mev and different different strategies that they they like to to do to prevent getting effed in the a by bots that they shouldn't be and and whatnot i mean they put it a lot more eloquently than that i'm not a big uh mev guy <laughs> looks like we got 14 mil total liquidity on astroport currently um but yeah you could tell like some of the some of the more juicier apys are maybe on tokens you want to be 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 a little more careful with things like valkyrie and and tpt not saying they're bad projects or anything it's just you don't need to to be a bad project to have a, a shitty uh token chart yeah most are down only i think that's what i've gathered in my last two years of experience in crypto i'm looking at and then i'm looking at the terra weekly from mr deeps my favorite so far the, the news that I like was the capital bounties from Galactic Punks and the winners. And uh, I, I, I think it's really cool to see that the Galactic Punks are taking on that role of figuring out a way to create more educational material for the tarot ecosystem and also rewarding their holders. And it looks like there was 
five winners and a special mention to a Rebel DeFi. Uh, so he, even he got a mention, even though he didn't want any cash. Did he put that in himself? <laughs> Did he? He's the one that writes that. He was like an honorable mention to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably. Hey, did you guys read some of those um, um, the papers that the guy, the winners uh, wrote? They're actually actually really high quality. Um, uh, definitely worth checking out. It's Stable Punk, um, which is Bearer, I think, um, and a bunch of other guys. Yeah, which we all know. Good stuff. I think what they're doing is great. Yeah, I think that's something that we never lacked in Terra. That there was always a lot of content creators. And, you know, even, even now, right, we're still seeing that just with a little incentives, people are willing to spend time doing research and then, um, yeah, just uh, helping the projects as well, because that's something that the projects need, just some more marketing for their projects. Yeah, we should do that with um, Orbital, Edwin, because I'm ready to be incentivized too. <laughs> I think Orbital should team up with Tegrity.news and will be the bastion of journalistic integrity for the DGen, the daily DGen. I'm here for it. I've actually, I've been looking at who's winning those bounties and I've got a list of writers I'm going to poach uh, as soon as I figure out if I'm going to still be here or not. So that'll be cool. Territy, um haven't seen them much recently. It looks like the last post was February 3rd, February 20th. But they have a cool app, right? Where you get to see the top collections and they have good analytics. On TFM? No, on their own platform. Who? You were talking about Territy.io? No, no, integrity, oh. like integrity, but like integrity, like integrity weed. Come on, man. Integrity, <laughs> yeah. integrity news. Yeah, I've never <laughs> heard know. of that, man. It's, it's a website I haven't finished building yet. Just, we need, we just need writers. Oh yeah, and a budget. Oh. We're halfway there. <laughs> I see, I see, okay. I thought we were still on the tarot topic. And I see B-Dance laughing down there because... She's into the lifestyle as well. She understood you. Yeah, she's she's one of the Tegrity dot news hopefuls, <laughs> young up and comer. She's got her own show. She's running about five communities right now. She's a, she's a real go getter. Uh, between her and uh, the corporation, and I know you guys probably heard of All in Bits. Uh, there's a new company called All in Butts, uh, which has really taken uh, taken Twitter by storm. So uh, if you're in Web3 and you hold on to those weird like Web1, Web2 kind of ideals, uh, fuck around and find out because All in Butts will be all in your ass and on Twitter. So it's very exciting times. We're... Cutting edge. Is, is this another initiative from Juno, like the their Dow Dow initiatives? It's it's basically me going off my bucket list and seeing what kind of memes I can inject into like actual like legitimate professional day to day life. So we we got the SEC filings, we got Joe's fucking PFP in there. Uh and now we're in a lawsuit. Well, not we <laughs> excuse me. The corporation was named in a lawsuit filing. <laughs> ah, fuck. Uh, but yeah, the, if you look at look up the all in bits stuff, and you'll see it. There's like some dumb shit shit happening. Uh, Rack FM had an exclusive on it, but it wasn't recorded because obviously lawsuits and and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, this uh, this <laughs> all in bits sued somebody and they named the corporation as like this allusion to all in bits when it was like not at all that and so whoever's 
whoever's behind that bought the domain all in butts and has just been mercilessly trolling them along with like everybody else. But yeah, there's there I'm sure I butchered that, but it's it's been a long day. This is basically Jay Kwan going going crazy again, is that right? Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny yeah. the sanity of any of the Quans at this point in time. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the B bands can can fill us in. Well, you know, it's a censored version if she wants to come up and then give us a summary. <laughs> she is certainly a lot more articulate than I am right now. I guarantee that. <laughs> yeah, there is some wild stuff going on in the cosmos. I think uh, that's one thing that keeps people here. Definitely, uh, there's a lot of creativity to go along with that. Cannot deny. Yeah, it's just a matter of like being able to harness it and like point it at something other than yourself and like have it have it be a a, a source of of good and and progress. I like the uh, the coin hall rewards page. Like, there's a lot of campaigns going on over here. I didn't even realize they've been busy. With the catapult one and the whale and B Luna, it's good shit. A lot of building happening despite everything else happening. Is this genie? Yeah, if you hit coinhall.org slash rewards, you can see all the campaigns they have active right now. And if you're eligible for them, you just got to connect your wallet. I see. Yeah, this is actually pretty cool because. I have not seen one like this in other places either. Like what we see is, uh, uh, or what I've seen so far is Gleam, right? And there's a Web3 version of it where you can have a non-chain action to it. Um, So you can have like follow Twitter, join Discord, swap on this dex or um, buy this nft and it can track that on-chain action um which is pretty good but this is a bit different right there's more parameters that you can mess with on chain for coin hall it's cool that they're building a lot of stuff that the last bull run would have made shit like so much easier on everybody involved, you know, like, and it'll be cool to have all of this stuff in place for the next cycle. Cause this is a lot of the stuff that we were like, man, I wish we had like some sort of easy way to like track some of this stuff and reward and incentivize and all that shit. Cause there's, there's a lot of energy in those runups, you know? And if, if you can't like focus it on something, it just kind of dissipates, but like having these tools and these platforms, and shit i think it's definitely a game change for the for the next cycle coming up in eight years <laughs> oh, i thought we were already heading up there because of uh the next bitcoin uh cycle is in like a year or two or something and i you know how sometimes you see those charts where they show you the the rainbow or the uh vertical lines timing every four years and um so anyways, i thought i thought we were already heading up man it says you are here you want to be <laughs> up here it just takes a while to get there but we're almost there we're, we're, we'll get there so you know one one thing that i had seen recently that i don't know if you guys saw this but it was a Multiplayer 2D shooter grant proposal. Did you guys see that? It was on Terra. Yeah, I did see that. I really didn't didn't um, get a good handle of what it was about, though. Um, did, did you have a look at it, Edwin? Yeah, they basically just wanted money from the community so that they can build out their 2D game. And in the proposal, they included a link to a YouTube channel where you can see the demo of the game. And the game looks simple, but pretty cool, uh, I thought. Um, I just wasn't sure how like that would help the blockchain in general, uh, especially like we don't know who, like who the 
teammates. Um, I think for like that sort of stuff, you pretty much have to have a playable demo and prove that people are actually going to play it before you can even like think about getting community funds for it. I, I don't know. Should community funds go towards funding people's video game projects? Probably not. But will it, you know, increase the, the transactions on chain? Maybe. Not if anybody doesn't play it, though. So I, I think you still, before you even hook a wallet up to it, you got to just come out with a game people want to play. You can always hook up a wallet to it later. Yeah, I mean, it does sound a little bit like, um, what was that proposal recently from um, Fico and you know, DPEG Nation? Um, they wanted uh, some kind of funding for uh, similar stuff. I think it was Discord-based um, gaming. Yeah, and I mean, what, what I liked about that is that these were team members that, we know, right, like they had been in Terra for a long time. They had already a working product on Discord and they were contributing to on-chain activity through their Dust token. And so, yeah, it, it was definitely, they came from a different angle and that didn't go through. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's yeah, who, who, who knows? Um, how we're going to start to get more users in Terra, right? Like uh, we really just need to create some cool projects. I, I want to see NFTs come back to life in Terra. Yeah, hundred um, percent. NFTs have always been a, like a, a driving sort of part of the Terra community. So, um, and, and the communities, I mean, the different NFT projects are obviously still, um, you know, going pretty strong, but um, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I certainly need more to, to happen in general. Um, Stargaze is going to have some kind of bridge to ETH, I saw. I'm curious about how that is going to look like. And they're partnering with Rec Gang for that. If they're partnering with Rec Gang, it's going to look like a copy pasta mint DAO with the Axelar bridge. Right? <laughs> Which, I mean, it works if you want to pay to, like, bring your NFT from a chain with, like, low liquidity to higher liquidity in hopes that you're selling it, then cool. Other than that, I don't really see a, a purpose of it. It's just, like, wasting money to move it around. Like, I don't know, unless you're moving it with a purpose to to sell it, then, you know, it doesn't really make sense. It is a cool, like, tech, you know, like a proof of concept of being able to move shit around. but. IRL, like I'm not paying thirty bucks to move a fucking picture, you know. Sorry. Yeah, so they're having their Twitter space March 30th at 9 p.m. UTC. Going to be Stargaze, Rec Gang, Sunnyside Reapers, and Synchronetic to talk about the Stargaze ETH bridge. Uh, so yeah, I'm I lost you there, Edwin. Anybody else? Did I just get? Yeah, no, I'm. I Oh. Yeah, I think Edwin got right. That's all good. Yeah. Well, I will. I will say the uh, talking to Sisla on the last rack FM uh, with OmniFlix and what they're doing with game of NFTs and them working with Stargaze and all of the the different interchain connections that you'll be able to send your NFTs to. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, that's kind of something like we'd like to see for a project like rec clips where they're they're clips from all the chains you know not just one or two so it would be cool to have a spot you could have a mint and be like do you want this on terra juno stargaze eth like polygon where where do you want it you know and then just mint minute and it goes there um but yeah it'll be interesting like we said at the beginning of last year like we don't know what this tech really does <laughs> yeah you know like this is all just people trying to figure out what its best use case is and make up things that you can use it for and all that yeah i don't know like too much about what omnifix does uh, apart from yeah that kind of stuff um yeah do, do you, you know is there a tldr of sort of what those guys do over there yeah the tldr is they kick ass and take names and they ship fucking product but uh the, they build a lot of infrastructure uh they came from like a web two media infrastructure kind of background so they're building a lot of that stuff uh they've got a whole functioning marketplace uh, a lot of cool like 
uh, badges and proof of attendance stuff uh, that you like. You listen to a Twitter space and then you go to omniflix.network or alpha.omniflix.network, wherever the address is, and you watch a video. And halfway through the video, like you connect your wallet and it'll give you the proof of like that you answered the question right or whatever, which means that you probably listened to the space. So uh, a lot of cool talk like that. But uh, yeah, music stuff, uh, TV, they're, they're going to be one to keep an eye on, I think. Cool, cool. So it's definitely sort of media media content focused in a way. Yeah, definitely. They, they put out like three spaces in shows a week. Uh, you can find all their stuff on Terra Spaces. The issues last time were with Android. Mm, now yeah. it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I just wanted to finish that conversation on the uh, ETH and Stargaze bridge. Uh, I, I think you were saying something about that. Yeah, I was just mentioning that uh, on the last Rack FM, we had Sisla with Omniflix on, and he was talking about the game of NFTs and stuff and how all of the cross-chain bridging and, and all that's going to work. So I assume that's going to be part of what Stargaze is, is working on building out. I'm not for certain, obviously, but that's what it kind of all sounds like. Yeah, that makes sense because... Stargaze essentially wants to be the go-to chain for NFTs in the cosmos, right? So I guess it would be easier for Stargaze to create bridges between other app chains and other general chains like Terra and Juno. And now, obviously, EVM with ETH. Because once you can go to ETH, that means you can also go to Polygon from Stargaze. Yeah, that's an interesting one because isn't Polygon partially built on like Cosmosm as well? But it, it's like EVM side solidity and everything. I, I, I don't know the in depth of, of how that all works, but that is uh, interesting. And it's kind of, if you go back and listen to like the older spaces from last year, like that's kind of the future we were talking about where eventually it won't matter what chain you're using. It's all going to be done on whatever wallet you happen to choose and everything else will be done behind the scenes and it won't matter what chain or, or whatever you're on. And th this kind of seems like, you know, a, a step in that direction. Yeah, that's such an interesting point. So then from that perspective, the wallet is going to be more important than the chain and so if we look at Cosmos right now, Kepler has obviously been dominant wallet, but they don't really support NFTs uh, in the best way, I guess. Also, Station is also growing, but they also don't have a big support for NFTs. Like I'm thinking UI UX from the Phantom wallet that was on Solana, and it's now being used on EVM, but they have really cool support for NFTs because you can see it from your wallet. Uh, similar to Coinbase wallet, you can see it in there. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see that that battle that uh, Station and Kepler will have in Cosmos. Yeah, and I think later today, let me see, at 7 Pacific, uh, Spark IBC and our our friend Tendermint Timmy is going to have a space with Leap. And I know Leap's been doing a lot of integration on the Cosmos and adding those like features that, that people want to use as far as like NFTs and stuff go. So that'll be interesting because you have, you have Leap, you have Cosmos Station, you have whatever wallet Kajira is working on. And then obviously you have Station Station, right? And then, yeah, like the, there's, I feel like, you're going to rely more on things like TFM and these aggregators to connect whatever wallet of choice you're using to, to be able to then interact with all this stuff. Of course, Timmy's purpose ignoring updation that every chance he has. <laughs> he put a tweet out recently uh, saying, well, the future of Cosmos, you know, wallet wars, um, Cosmos station, Kepler and, and leap and, and just, and just left out station completely, um, which we jumped on, of course, and said, mate, come on. 
his reply was, "Oh, I thought the um, I thought the uh, the testing hadn't gone well, and everybody was complaining." I said, "Mate, come on." <laughs> now that's just what you be told him to say. Let's be real. Big Steve wallet has to feature somewhere in here as well. I'm hoping. Ah, yes, that, I forgot about that one. Yeah. XDFI wallet. I think Rec Gang just did some uh, some bounty stuff with them. Yeah, Hellcats did as well. So it's uh, wallet integration is going to have to be the future. You know, like my, I was talking with my partner, and she thinks we're all stark raving mad, but her her prognosis is it's just too difficult. You know, I know Polygon have been talking about the seamless interaction with wallets where people don't somehow even know that they're integrating with blockchain technology and they're pushing for that. So wallets are going to have to feature, you know, significantly in the future, I think. And good morning. Well, yeah. if you think, if you think about like cell phones, like you have all of the antennas and everything, the backend stuff, that's all infrastructure. That's kind of like your chains and like, the normal user doesn't really fuck with those unless they're like seriously nerding out, right? Like you rely on your device, your phone, whether that's Android or Apple or Blackberry, I guess, or Windows phone, but you rely on that as your interface to be able to do different things on that infrastructure. And that kind of seems like what these chains are going to end up being is just like these different infrastructure sets of, of like, you can come here to do this or go there to do that. And, and the wallet and then whatever you connect that to will be kind of your you know that that'll be the important part but who knows gary could come down and just kick it all over tomorrow yeah and we need that that seamless transacting like um phantom was doing but also terror station i mean that was just a, a pleasure to deal with when you look at other wallets it was just so smooth so there's a lot of development to come but you know Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, well, I mean, that's pretty much the you know the, the target or the journey that the station is going on, right? To become to become the you know the gateway of, of Web three and make everything super super you know bloody easy for everybody to you know, onboard or, or use in general. Um, but yeah, the station's not doing well. Terra's not doing a great job at at selling that narrative. Um, you know, the, the engineers are driving the. Uh, the mission and you know like build a great product and, and people will come um instead of saying you know we are building this great product and and watch watch us watch us build it and be part of it um, i'd like to see more of that more narrative about um, what's happening with station terror yeah i mean anyone that participated in game of alliance like knows how seamless that shit will be like even for a test net that just being able to interact and throw tokens through different chains and stuff and, and get them staked with different validators like all of that interacting through station was super smooth so i think you just need to give give them time to finish and ship that shit and then we can start building the narrative around it yeah that's what they say um uh, that's what they're all saying over there um but yeah the, i don't know in my experience that's pretty much what engineers tend to say you know just um yeah, we'll we'll build it when we've got something to show. That's when we'll start building a narrative around it. I don't really agree with that. I think you you, know, you start you get you put a narrative out there that um, you work towards, you build towards, and and stakeholders, everybody else starts to you know they get on board and and you know the excitement, the enthusiasm, participation driven because of that. Yeah, we essentially become the early investors, right? The early adapters to the new tech which gives us more risk, but also more experience and more benefits once it gets built completely. Um, doctor, you're up here. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I've got a, a bit of vacuum cleaner going on in the background, hence why I didn't have my mic on. Can you guys hear that? Is that going to be an issue? Uh, you can barely hear something in the back. No worries. Okay. Uh, yeah, good, mate. Good. I'm, I'm technically working at the moment. I'm just sitting at my laptop getting some work done, but I was like, I'm going to listen in and see what the, uh, the theme is today. I had a, I had a, an IRL meeting the other night with Fabrizio from Calc Finance, which was 
great. It was my first meeting in real life ever other than meeting MB and uh, other people in the crypto space. And I was actually quite, uh, I don't know if I find the word I want to use here, but I was impressed just by how much they're getting done, what's going on in, in Camp Calc. The guys are just goers, all of them. They're like, you know, doing PhDs at the same time and bloody jujitsu tournaments and all sorts of crazy things. So I was like, you guys are, yeah, they're on a mission. So that's sort of what I'm paying attention to at the moment. So, uh, Doctor, do they, um, yeah, in the conversation, did um, things like their integration with Kajira, the DCA and all that kind of stuff um, come up? Uh, it, it all sounds pretty interesting what they're doing across Cosmos. Uh, yeah, it did. They, uh, so the DCA Plus is live uh, very soon. In, in, I think it's, yeah, very soon, basically. Uh, they have plans beyond Kujira. So Kujira is the, the main place at the moment, but, you know, zooming out, they recognize that they want to not have all their eggs in one basket. They too were all part of the collapse of Terra last year, so they know what it's like to be concentrated in one area that uh, doesn't, end up working out so they're actually got some he told me some things and i'm just sort of in my mind i'm like i'm trying to figure out what uh how much i can relay but i'm pretty confident that the what i am allowed to talk about is the uh, plans for edm expansion in future and so calc ultimately wants to become sort of a hub and spoke type system uh across multiple uh multiple chains outside of the cosmos ecosystem so well, and that's like, where, yeah, that, that's done? where things things like Squid come in handy. I'm just like poking around on their site, and like, yeah, the list of chains to bridge into from are like it's it's quite the list. Obviously, not everything's lit up yet. A lot of it's coming soon, uh, but there's still there's a fair amount lit up. Uh, I think all done via via Squid, which is pretty cool. And yeah, just to be able to set up like easy shit like this for us non non big brain devs and shit like to be able to just like throw a few hundred usk in and let it dca into luna or, or adam or whatever it is you're you're wanting to get without having to like fuck with contracts and all that shit like it's pretty cool they, they've got yeah. it set up really nice is there is this space just out of curiosity is this being recorded no share the alpha yes oh i mean no <laughs> no okay no actually i i i'm not confident i'm not actually confident that i am at uh, Liberty this year at the moment. But he did say a couple of things about some of the integrations they're talking about in future, the upcoming ones. And I was like, oh, shit, that's actually super exciting. So I won't share that just just in case I'm stepping on toes, but um, there were some things that are very compelling. Well, and I'll tell you, coming up on Thursday, which is, uh, that's tomorrow, uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific, Kajira is having another one of those chin wags with Hans, Brett, Dove, and special guests. And I bet you'll hear some uh, some calc alpha there as well. Hey, So, yeah, there's not there's not too much else for me to really share. This this week has been a bit of a uh, – I'm going through a breakup at the moment and I've been house hunting, so my, my attention hasn't been on crypto and other than the conversation with Rico. And uh, – and so I don't have too much else to share outside of that. So I'm happy to kind of just, you know, add some color commentary here and there and, and listen to what else is going on in the space from you guys. Well, first of all, let me say that, bitch. And if you need a shoulder, I'm here for you, bud. We're all here for you. You just let me know where you want me to send the glitter bomb. I got you. <gasps> Love that. You legend. Um, yeah, no, nah, it's, it's all right. We're, all, we're still like, you know, we're in good terms, but it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things. Six years. Uh, six years being wrapped up, and so we're just sort of figuring out a couple of logistical things. And I appreciate the uh, the weather support. Good luck finding somewhere to live is the biggest problem. Pretty rough down. No, well, he's actually... going to go find Rebel DeFi, and you guys are going to make a, a hacker house. MB down oh, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where is Rebel? Isn't he supposed to be on this space? Yeah, he he was late, and then he was like, "My bad for being late, guys." But actually, he never came back. <laughs> we've got a term for that so if you're uh if you're not familiar with it if you're outside of australia it's called dog and the boys that's what uh rebels just done is dog the boys but uh yeah i th look i've been to a bunch of inspections and it's looking like i've got a place i'm 
hopefully going to get a, a notification today that I've got a place. And if I don't get that, I've got about three backups. So I'm not overly concerned. But it was much harder when I first moved up from Melbourne to Queensland during the, uh, the lockdown nonsense. It was a, uh, a nightmare at that point in time. So yesterday, just to to share a little bit of something that I heard yesterday that, that I thought was interesting. So the, the youth community just bridged from Solana to Polygon. There's 15,000 NFTs. So let's say there's a couple of thousand actual holders, right? And uh, they're from the same uh, builders that created D-Gods. D-Gods have a 10K collection. But the story here is that, you know, there's 15 and 10, so that's 25,000 um, NFTs. They were talking, they had a Twitter space yesterday, and they were talking about how, you know, the founders, one day, they were just like, hey, we're going to be at this beach in here in LA. We're, we're going to just have a cooler full of beers. Show up, right? Just share that. You, you can only, obviously, they shared it to their holders um, on their Discord, which is a, a private Discord. And they said that like 100, 150 showed up to the beach. And so what they said that was interesting is that it's almost like a fraternity fraternity for for people after college, right? Like you have that experience in college. Some people do, right? Some people don't where you, you build this community in a fraternity or a sorority and you always have people to hang out with, but then after college, it gets a little bit harder because now, you know, you're working and you got a family and all this. And then once you reach like 50, 60, then you have like the clubs, like the, what are they called? They're called gentlemen's clubs, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That you have after you're 18. <laughs> uh, but the point the point that he was making is that um they they just you know shared it with their community and and the boys showed up and so like to your point right now that you're looking for a spot i feel like a web3 connections with people around the world that um you know sometimes you you might need something right like another example they gave was somebody got fired from uh or they got laid off right there uh, from their job he's an engineer and in that same discord they they just they he shared that he got fired and within a day he had 10 interviews lined up from that same community and so i i, th I just thought it was an interesting perspective obviously you can't achieve this level of connection with every nft project but there are some projects that have a really big community that are well connected and opportunities can come up from that and they're they're a Solana project, and they're coming to Polygon. They they already bridged. Actually, it was super impressive because one planet when we did the bridge, there was forty two projects, but we had fifty percent migrate in let's say like a week. But the the youths they were on Solana, they bridged Polygon, and in twenty four hours, eleven thousand out of thirteen thousand migrated over. Damn, that's crazy. But also that makes sense as to why so many of them were in LA being a, a Solana project. So that makes sense. I, I don't see a lot of these other projects being able to pull something like that off just because everybody's so spread out normally. But if you have, you know, a good uh, focused amount in one spot like that, then yeah, it's totally cool. And you kind of think about it, it's, it's kind of like replacing what what was it like high school reunions used to be basically and like you don't really people really don't do that anymore and they just kind of lose touch i mean they keep in touch kind of on facebook and shit but these seem like groups that you choose to be part of instead of groups that you just happen to be part of right like when you you're in school you just happen to be part of whatever groups are there you know you you can only pick out of what out of what you're you're provided there but then once you get out of that you can start to actually choose the kind of groups you're in like orbital command and, and Terra and, and cosmos and polygon and shit like that and you find these subgroups within there that's kind of what these these nfts are in a way it's like you said that sorority kind of feel it's like a the key card to get access to the the gentleman's club well 
<laughs> well, I'm going down to the beach this afternoon. If anyone wants to come down, I'll put on some beers. Holloway's Beach in Cairns in Northern Australia. Come on down. The problem is there's nobody here. I'm the most isolated motherfucker on the planet. Seriously, you know, to get these real alpha things. I've been up doing some late nights lately, and there's been some incredible spaces I've noticed lately. You know, they had the lawyer from Coinbase was on talking about that Wells notification that the CFTC or whatever it was that issued upon them and some of the conversations. You know, it's the locality is a huge benefit. I've got friends in Texas, you know, with uh, all the conferences and shows that go on there, and then you've got NFT New York City coming on. Location, location, location. And, and here's the thing, we're like in the same state in Australia, yet we're about 2,000 kilometres. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. You know, we left out. We're out in the cold. <laughs> we pretty much all need like a Starlink, and then you just bring your little laptop to the beach. We could all be at these different beaches. But again, that's what the promise of the metaverse was. But I'm not getting excited till it's like ready player one level. Until we're there, like, I don't want to hear the word metaverse out your mouth. You haven't heard that word uttered in a little while. It's not getting a, a great deal of airtime, is it? Not like it was. No, it's because the fucking the experience is garbage. It's not what everyone hyped it up to be. It's all like these shitty, like, Virtua Fighter style fucking graphics with like awful ass latency because everything's trying to be on chain. It's like, dog, you cannot do that. <laughs> I need, yeah, I need Elon's fucking Neuralink to speed that shit up. And I need some Ready Player One style metaverse. Otherwise, just build something else. What's, I'll be curious to riff on that for a second if anyone wants to contribute. What, what do you think the benefits are of having Metaverse on-chain at all? Like, is there – I know that it's kind of been tied with Web3, but it's like can, the, can, web, can Metaverse exist uh, – you know, is, actually, would it be better off not being part of Web3 and not being part of uh, – not being on-chain? Yeah, I mean, we could all join Meta, Facebook, and um... – be part of it there right <laughs> yeah i think that the chain part has to just be the authentication layer and basically like your passport access to whatever metaverse and that shit's gonna have to live on like some quantum computing shit because there's no fucking way these little fucking ss3 servers are gonna run uh you know an experience that's passable for for any sort of immersion yeah i think it is just comes down to proving your ownership like how you log in right um there's a level of um authenticity that can come from owning a specific character your, your digital identity essentially right and once we get to the point where you where you have like let's say that galactic punk that you have right now doctor let's say that was um, it's 2D now, but you were able to transform it into 3D, and then you were able to prove your ownership at Decentraland, at Lunaverse, which is Endora now, right? And you can go in with that same character, and we all know that it's you, and nobody else can use that unless you get hacked, right? Your wallet gets hacked. But I think that's the first step, just making it easy to to get to that point but then after that you know there are things that you can own like land and stuff but yeah i don't think transactions on chain help the the user interface like that actually decreases pe uh, the interaction from people right because it's so it can be more complex and you don't need that and I don't, I don't think that was ever meant to be any sort of final form, right? I think it was just a stumbling block on the way to whatever this thing is that, that's getting built. And, and sometimes when you're in the process building something, you're like, oh, yeah, this, is, this, this should all be on chain. But then you don't, you don't take that step back from a, a regular user experience and be like, God damn, this is a pretty fucking horrendous experience. Everything's slow and laggy like, like MySpace and shit. But we'll get there. I've seen uh, one 
says spaces I've been archiving lately are from console and they're doing that decentralized discord stuff. And they have that basically instead of like what we have now with discord, where you have channels and, and maybe servers are token gated, uh, you go to their console app and then it, you connect your wallet to it. And then that lets you into the different consoles you're a part of different communities and stuff. Uh, there's only a couple right now cause it's still in beta, but I think they have the documentation up now that you can spin up your own and they're working on integrating signal protocol end to end encryption, which I think is super dope. And then they're doing some other stuff that should add video and audio capabilities soon. But that that kind of stuff, I think, will be pretty cool to to use and, and kind of move everything because all these communities rely on Discord. And like if Discord gets a hair up its ass and decides that it doesn't like crypto one day, like, well, there there goes everything everyone's built over there. So it'll be cool to have some some other options. What did you mean by they're working with Signal? So how, how would that work specifically? No, no, like so signal itself, like there's the signal app that we all everybody should be using to to text. And then there's signal the protocol, which is what the app uses to do the end-to-end encryption. And so they're utilizing that protocol in their decentralized Discord service. Got it. So that the communications will be encrypted. Yeah. I think one of the I, I think you can check it out at console.xyz if anyone wants to give it a spin. I think they have like a test up there. Checking it now. One of the best lessons that I took from the last bull run in crypto was that it takes a really long time to build things. I feel like every project was saying they were gonna have a game out and a metaverse out. And I would say like almost a hundred percent of projects didn't do that. Uh, so it, yeah, it, it takes a lot of work. And I think we, um, we see that with the projects that are live, not, not in web three, but like, if you look at Fortnite, if you look at call of duty wars and like these games where they are essentially a metaverse, right? Grand Theft Auto, like these are games that have taken years to, Build. This is not something that uh, you know. People, the the developers started a, the project and were like, "All right, next year, this is what we're gonna have." We just need a couple of million of investment right now. We have these NFTs for sale. So anyway, I, I just think that's one of the lessons that I took. Um, you know that it takes a really long time to build these uh, games, especially on metaverse. That is, that is something good we should all remember this next run. Like, that should be a pretty sizable red flag if a, a project is like, oh, yeah, we got this game and this and that. And, like, that should immediately be like, you've already built that in a few months? Okay, red flags. Let's go. Let's take a look at the code. Because it, it's not easy to prop up, like, shiny-looking shit, right? But if you want to build anything with some sustainability and some longevity to it, that's, that's, that's going to take some time. And there are things that are getting easier, right? Like with ChatGPT, there there are ways that it is getting easier and faster to make things. But still, I think, yeah, we need to consider that a lot of these people are also new into building, they, right? They haven't been CEOs or owners. And so I think having that attention to detail for the team is, um, it's important. Well, we are at an hour. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts here before we close down the space? Well, I'll just throw in one before we go. Actually, there's two. There's a couple of projects that I've been looking at for a while now and in discussions with one that has actually been built from a bloke with some developers out of Thailand that's building a metaverse, like a WordPress metaverse project where um, people can create their own metaverses and using fractal comp- uh, computations and create their own biomes. So perhaps it might, you know, like having a web page, you could have like a yoga class biome where people can come in and have avatars and learn about doing yoga or something like that or, you know, multiple uses and they're building on Polygon. But there's one also... Um, to look for in the coming time is Timpy, 
which is a decentralized search engine that actually had an IDO on Kadena, but had moved off to develop their own technology on Cosmos. So they've been building quite solidly over the last mm, 12 months. And there's a, a few, uh, the lead developer is actually a chap, he's in New Zealand, and um, he's like bigger brain type intelligent. But uh, he actually helps write iOS standards for uh, artificial intelligence use case with humanity. So that Timpy is something that's going to come again once they've got more of their infrastructure built out. But I just thought I'd throw that out at the moment. Nice. There's four or five spaces. I think Chepe had a space with them back in April. Uh, but yeah, if you search Timpy on Terra Spaces, you'll find some spaces with them. If you want to hear from J Bus, I think that's the dude from New Zealand you're talking about. Yeah. Super smart dude, though, for yeah, sure. It's, um, yeah, and building on Cosmos, too. So I really, you know, I like what. I mean, decentralized search engine, this is the playing with the big people, you know. So I don't know what sort of resistance people are going to discover in the coming time. You know, it seems like there's an all-out war at the moment with all the shit that's been delivered, you know, in the public spaces. But um, we'll see what happens. So, I mean, we just trudge on. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's been interesting for me to see the the growth in cosmos in general as well um i i do feel like there we need to keep creating shiny objects here to attract people uh it seems like the the shiny objects are still uh, an evm ETH, polygon and so they're they're they they keep yeah all the attention over there on that side uh but there are cool things being built in cosmos right we just need to figure out ways to, to onboard more users to come and try things out. Um, all right. Well, thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us today. It's been cool to catch up with you all. And uh, we'll be back again next week. If anybody wants to chat about something, feel free to DM us and that we can uh, make sure we have you locked in for the space. Uh, thanks, Finn and B, Dr. Welcome. Rebel. See you all. Have a good day. See you, Legos. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Orbital Command Weekly Roundup, recorded on Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke rolls in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Just another fixed game of try my luck Oh, lighten up, dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead, or putting in new speakers It's a toss-up, driver, or just tweakers Don't stress, yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble
Sessions.